Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. <laughs> this is my favorite Kenny Payne line ever. I can't dwell on their lack of assists and on their lack of playing the game the right way when they fight like that. What the fuck does that even mean? He's not even, he's not mad. He just knows he's That mad. they didn't play the game the right way. Does he get a coaching job after this? As an assistant, yes. Oh, yeah. dude, UK will open. <laughs> oh my god, he's Kenny, bad. great job, man. <laughs> he's a plant. You get a reason. I've said, I think I said it at the beginning of the year. I was like, I think he's a plant. And then it started getting some traction. Is he an immaculate grid? No. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Oh, you can't say that. Yeah, I, I really want to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. Like somebody showed up in the Super Bowl. I think I'd rather talk about. I think I'd rather talk. We got some balls. Wow. Wow. San Francisco's minus two. If you put a billion dollars on the Chiefs, what would the line go to? Pick them. <laughs> no, if you put a billion dollars on the Chiefs. On their spread or money line? On on the spread. Oh, then they... Bill, one person puts a billion dollars. Vegas would start freaking out. Like, what <laughs> like, do they know that we don't? Yeah. The, line, the line would go to like Kansas. What would it like Kansas City by three touchdowns? Probably. If you, if I, you think it would, I think it would dollars. switch to Kansas City probably to a pick'em. That's I what think. I think. I think it would just be like. I even think though I think bet, Kansas which, City, it should be a pick'em by itself. Switching a two point, like a two points win, it's a, a it's lot. a billion dollar bet. I think it should be a pick'em already for this game. It kind of, I mean, two points kind of is. I think out of all the money in the world that's wagered on the Super Bowl, I think it's like a I think billion. San Francisco fucking fills that stadium up. <laughs> it's in Vegas. What is that? It'll, yeah, that's the thing with the Super Bowl is it's a dog shit environment. It's Santa Clara to Las Vegas. It's not going to be like fans. It's, Yo, hey. Eight hour well, drive. I mean, tickets are like the cheapest tickets are like four thousand dollars. Yeah, they should. I mean, it, I, I, I'm all. I'm. I hope. I hope Chiefs Aholic makes it to the game. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking. Yeah, he's got, how he's got awesome would that be if they're like? <laughs> is he still on the run? 
No, he I think fucking he, comes out in hand. He's got to like run away from the cops throughout the stadium. He's do, he does the coin toss. <laughs> he Heads. Steals, he steals the I wish coin. He, if he was still on the run and they just like panned to him, like, just sitting in the. That'd stadium. be awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Everyone, shut up. We're doing this. All right. I mean, I feel like most of the podcasts that we've already said. Yeah, I, just, I mean, you just have to cut it. Yeah, pretty much. When do you have to leave? Twenty minutes. Okay, uh, cool. Twenty-five. All right. Welcome to episode two of The Interns. I'm your host. Yeah, thank, thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. I'm your host, Tanner Brumesso. Gage Hauser to my right. Gage, introduce yourself. Lovely to be here, Tanner. Gage Hauser. Max. I have to switch microphones for this. Hi. And then Matt, the new one, get in there. What's up, guys? Introduce yourself. Yeah, Matt was not here for the first episode, sadly. But the show must go on. And now we finally got the four amigos here. Uh, so let's start it off. Super Bowl. I think everyone was sad in America about the conference champions, especially. Terrible day. Terrible day. Um, I will say it, it hit a little bit close to home for us as U of L fans seeing Lamar unfortunately go down in the conference championship game like he did. I think a lot of people had uh, his. Todd Munkin was a plant. A lot of people uh, were, were believing in him for the conference championship game. Maybe a little bit too much as a passer. I mean, I was believing in, on him for the sake of all my bets, but yeah. that failed. I needed them to stick to the run game and... Run the damn ball. Yes. Brock Purdy, I think, finished with six less rushing yards in his conference championship game versus Lamar. But he's quarterback, so it makes sense. He's Remember, yeah. he he ran that system really good. He does. Um, and then the Lions game. Oh, we have Maven. I I was an honorary Lions fan for that game, and just because of Maven, but also I led. I like seeing the underdog win. You know, it felt like the Cubs. Like, oh my God, they're almost there. Maybe it'll be like next year where they actually make it, and then they f- have a crazy comeback. You know, and then win it all. But. Uh, what was it? Twenty-four to seven at halftime. It was. I. It felt too good. I knew something was up when Vegas that. was like, "All right, yeah, we're gonna give, give Forty uh, Nineers only one or plus one and a half." And I was like, "Lions one and a half." And then I, then once I clicked that, I scored a touchdown right away. Then I was like, "Ah, I ruined it." Yeah, it was not fun. Uh, Dan Campbell. We're going to pass it to Max because he has a lot of good opinions on uh, Dan Campbell. Uh, I, I I have no issue with with Motor City Dan Campbell. We have very different views on, you know, like I'm just the way that I am in football. I'm very conservative. I like punting the ball and kicking field goals. <laughs> like field position games. Um, and Dan doesn't. Like I, I get I – get, Sticking with what you are and what got you there, and what got him there in large part was being aggressive on fourth down and doing dumb stuff. But when you have a chance to go to a three score lead in the second half on the road in the NFC Championship game, you kick the field goal. When you have a chance to tie the game with seven minutes to go on the road of the NFC Championship game, kick the ball, right? I would understand. I understand the second one. I understand going for it when you're down three there at the end of the game. If there's like three minutes to go, 
because then you kick the field goal, you tie it. San Francisco goes down with three minutes. They kick a field goal and leave you no time. Like I get, I get that. It was this thing was a forty-seven yard kick. Like I, I get that. There were seven minutes to go in the game. You're going to get the ball back, tie the game, reset it, stop the bleeding. But don't. No, I just it, 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 it didn't. It felt like an, an emotional decision more than a rational. Do you decision. think the the end of the game ends up in a very different outcome if they kick that field goal, or do you think the Detroit Lions end up I, being the Detroit Lions? They are the they are the Lions. I I think it's it is they have the ball. I think at the end of the game with a chance to go down and tie or win the game if they kick that field goal. Really wanted them to do it, man. God no. Well, they ended up tying. Well, if they kick the field goal, if they, they kick the field goal the and make it, their kicker's not very good. Mm-hmm. So there, there's another part of the, the equation that. So if, if so, you make the kick. I think the only one happy here might be Matt. You have the Niners or something. No, but he's a Bears fan. I'm a Bears fan. Oh, see, I can live with that. Hate watching is a good thing. I did want to see the Lions okay. win. Okay. Yeah. I don't like the 49ers, but yeah, I mean the Lions haven't done anything in their franchise's history. They're too sad to hate on. So. Uh, that's the thing. I think it's like, every, hey, they're in the same division as us. They haven't done would've... enough for us yeah. to beat them yet. Especially, like, the NFC North, like, I feel like it's... Did you just fart, buddy? Yeah. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. Yeah, Stop opening it. the door by a, by an inch, that really helped out. Stop, I'm going to go get you for breeze. Keep talking. Christ. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, for the most for the most Pick part, the NFC North hasn't been good outside of the Packers the last probably five, ten years. <laughs> the, Viking, the Vikings have had some good the years. Vikings the Vikings have been so mid. It feels it, not. It, it feels like they're always good. They're never they're good they're enough to get to the playoffs. Good. Yeah, they don't do anything in the postseason. Good enough, which yeah. is a huge distinction. I always think yeah. they're a quarterback way. I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins guy. I don't think he gets it done in the big Spray moments. I love Kirk. Exhibit of uh, love exhibit Kirk of Cousins. last year. Okay. Losing to the Giants. And the they weren't – I don't think they were all that he's, good last he, year. He's either. one of those quarterbacks. They are very overrated. He's very easy to love. He he does what he needs to do in the moments where he needs to do it, but when he needs to step up. Off? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. How we get to Kirk Cousins? I'm talking about the NFC North. Oh. Interesting division. You're talking Because, you know, the Packers are the Packers. The Vikings are, are never – I feel like they're never just complete – poverty but they're never like this year they were supposed to be awful after Kirk Cousins like, yeah like, like I think Kevin O'Connell's really good then the Lions are just oh yeah the Bears aren't great but every they now and then. At the end they, away they have some years ball. yeah sorry Dolph. but like it, it like season, I feel like the Bears and Falcons are very similar like we're typically not very good um and then every now and then we'll have a year or two where we are but for a team to be so poverty that we can't hate on them, like the like the Lions are, that's that's incredible. I've, I like, totally agree. Like the NFC South, like there's no. I know the Bucks have two Super Bowls. The Saints lucked into one. Um, but like, there's no team that's in that division that I feel like isn't just complete poverty. I think um, so. We all hate I, I think each other. Everybody was expecting whoever won that division was going to go into the playoffs with a losing record. Oh yeah, this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it, it they it's did it with Brady last year. Yeah, he got eight carried. Nine. Um, eight yeah, they went eight and nine. Yeah, by their defense, they were terrible. 
went out there and then they got the dog piss kicked out of them by the by the Cowboys. I will say though the Lions Plus are set the for the future. They're going to be there every. They're going to own the North for the next probably at least two or three years. I think the Packers are there. I think, I think that the, the I, think I think the Vikings, if they can in terms get their quarterback, of the upward swing. I think the Packers have one of the better younger rosters. They, plus, the it's the Packers. They're always their young wide receiver core is really good. Jordan they Love really form is. I'm still not sold apparently on Jordan. Apparently, that's the key to, to developing really good quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, just let, let them, them just sit year? behind. Yeah, that's an, a, an NFL legend for like two or hey, three you're, years. You're fresh out of college. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean, a smarter way to go right instead of just throwing them into the fire immediately yeah. and then. This guy came out of what Utah State. Utah State. Yeah. It is awful. Actually, the Lions have a lot of cap space. Though. Yeah, the the Lions, the and the the biggest thing, the biggest thing for the Lions that they're going to have from this year that they're keeping is their OC is Ben Johnson. Because that's that's the thing with Dan Campbell is at some point Ben Johnson is going to get a head coaching job. We're going to find out how good Dan Campbell really is, or is he? what Dan Quinn was in Atlanta and just a Kyle Shanahan merchant. Is Dan Campbell really that good, or was it Ben Johnson making his offense look that good? I, I mean, I, th- I think he's a good coach and he's a good leader and all that good stuff, but... I thought Stephon Gilmore was on the lines for a second. Stephen Gilmore, and I was like, what? Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. That just gave me... I just got so confused. Go on. Keep going. Yeah. I think you could say that same thing about multiple coaches in the yeah. NFL, though. Most of them are only good because of their offensive well, coordinator. Especially Campbell, who's a special teams and defense, defense yeah. guy. He's not going to – he needs a good offensive coordinator to be successful. Yeah, and that's – I mean, I think that's a big reason why the Raven – like, John Harbaugh is really good at finding coordinators who are good and people like playing for him. Like, that's why they've been so good for so long. And then you also have guys, I mean, the Falcons with Dan Campbell or with Dan Quinn, who he's not a terrible head coach. He does a lot of idiotic stuff, but like he's a decent leader. Guys want to play for him, but he whiffed on hiring offensive coordinators when Shanahan left. And that was a big reason why it failed with him. Yeah. And our defense never got good with him. He was the, he was supposed to come in and give us a good defense and, Failed spectacularly there. So, yeah, we'll see. I think the Lions will be – they'll be an interesting team to keep an eye on just to see where they are next year also because you know, is Jared Goff going to duplicate what he did this year? Maybe. Maybe. They could. He's How first, old is Jared Goff? He's not old. He's say. 28. just because he was drafted with Jared – uh, Who was he drafted Carson by? Carson Wentz. Who was, who was he drafted by? The Rams. That was, Which that's Rams? another thing with which Rams, the Los Angeles yeah, the Los Rams. Angeles you guys drafted Gurley. I was going to say Steve Kroenke. Todd Gurley was the last he first draft pick by the St. Louis Rams. Then Stan Kroenke's Los Angeles Rams. And then that was the season. That was the off season. That that was their first year in LA. Was was the year that? There's one thing that we're talking about. The Packers might be able to. Do whatever. They still are negative two million in cap, so I hear th- that they might move on from Jair. I don't believe it. I think they have to if they're over the cap already. He's a free agent. Is he? I thought he's got like a. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. Jair is what? No, because he was drafted. 
big contract. He does? Okay, never mind, never mind. 28. Send him down to Atlanta where we can team him up with A.J. Terrell. Great combo right there. Good luck, boys. Still no pass rush, but that's okay. Your hypotheticals are lovely. (laughs) Still no pass rush. That's okay. We'll sign Brian Burns or Josh Allen, the pass rusher. I'm just pissed off as a fan of a team that constantly is in rebuilds. Now we're finally not with the Dolphins. But I'm pissed off that the 49ers are just able to trade away the farm. So many picks oh, for really, Trey really, Lance. Really, you're pissed off? <laughs> for Trey Lance. Imagine trading no one has what it was worse. It, three first-round picks, including next year's first overall pick. For some quarterback that's hey, don't supposed forget, to be. Don't forget the uh, wide receiver one. <laughs> my favorite wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers since. Uh, Steve. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Smith. <laughs> yep. yep. Steve. A favorite, I can tell. Yeah, we're, for, we're, we're on first name basis. <laughs> of course. Come on the show, Steve Smith. He's the shit out of me. Anybody here. Oh, my God. Absolutely. The, the San Francisco. I think we're all taller than him, and this we would all break our bones if he came in and we called him <laughs> Mr. Steve. The 49ers draft this kid out of Iowa State with the last pick in the NFL draft. Mr. Showing, and then takes them to a Super Bowl, showing every team in the NFL that a quarterback can be found. It's just, it is, I want to know the butterfly effect if... Trey Lance doesn't break his ankle against the Bears the week one last year. Like, yeah. where are we? He like, where are they now? Like, do they? He was there. Like, he, he was the future. All of their future plans were wrapped around Trey Lance. He was. I. I'm not totally, and I didn't watch Trey Lance at all in college. I don't know anything about him other oh, from what? that he's. You, didn't, you, didn't you don't watch. North no, North I didn't. State. I didn't. <laughs> I don't watch. Come I don't on, watch dude. football teams from north of the Ohio River. It's not real football. Only. Real footballs played in the South. North Dakota State. No, Coach Prime. I think I, think I watched. I was it. all about Prime. There were people sure who wanted I Coach Prime that. to come to the Falcons. They wanted us to give him the bag. I was like, hmm. All right, guys. I mean, here's the thing, dude. People want to play for Prime. They do. I just I don't want him to be a come coach on, baby, in the NFL. That's not in Atlanta, baby. I'm Coach Prime. <laughs> that's racist. I just can't wait till you guys don't trust QB <laughs> this year. Fire Raheem Morris. Sign Dion, and then you're We're, like, all right, Shadur. <laughs> Shadur! Shadur, here, Dion Sanders is playing. He's playing the long game. The most realistic game of NCAA football. He led his son from high school up to college, and he's going to probably, I can see him, oh, I'm going to stick in the NFL. Nah, if your son's coaching, like, I feel like, I don't think a team would actually give him the contract, though. No. I, if, they, if he was like, I want to own my son, and they'll be like, all right. Calm down. We're not even getting... Sell down, guy. I think people would get too excited about stuff. Did the Chiefs like Dan beat Campbell the Ravens? Fourth down. Or did the Ravens beat the Todd Ravens? Munkin beat the Ravens. Like, that... That's a thing... It's pretty... pretty that always... That they were the 28th run defense. Run the football. It's It's hard. You have just such good running backs and such a good running quarterback. I, I just like what are we supposed to do? If if I'm an offensive coordinator or like yes, anybody in any sport, right? Like if I'm, I don't know. Like everything with me is going to be a baseball analogy because I like baseball a little bit too much. Like it's unhealthy how much I like it. But like if I am 
Nolan Ryan, I'm gonna if I'm gonna get beat, I'm gonna get beat with my fastball. If I'm Luke Hancock, I'm gonna shoot threes. I'm not gonna try and cross people up and get to the rim. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I'm going to run the damn ball. Do what you like. Make them beat you. If I'm gonna get beat at home by some freaking Kermit sound alike prick. You know, great game by Travis. Yeah, I don't need to hear him talking to a microphone ever again. But anyway. If I'm going to get beat at home, and it, my season's going to end, and I'm going to get embarrassed on national TV, it's going to be because somebody came in here into my place and beat me at what I do best. And the Ravens didn't do that. The Chiefs, I mean, what? Are, pull up, what are their uh, yards per carry? Like, what? Yeah. Go down, go down. Yeah, they five yards per carry. Five Yards per carry. They ran the ball that's, 16 times, and half of that was Lamar just being like, "Oh God, I gotta yeah, get out." Of the that's and that's. I'm pretty sure that that that's with that's with. Um, pretty sure that counts him taking a knee at the end of the half. Oh yeah. Not sure if it does or not, but your average Gus Gus Edwards ripped off 15 yards on his first carry, and then we didn't see him until like the second half. It's what you do. Run the ball. And it's surprising, too, because Todd Munkin's a really good offensive coordinator. Like, he's as good as any offensive coordinator, I think, in football. I forgot Lamar had a catch. <laughs> Lamar, did, Lamar had a catch, too. If you had Lamar's over on receiving yards. Some. Are you gone? No, I got, I got seven. Well, I get seven minutes. Although... I think the Ravens' game plan was like absolutely brutal. Stupid. I still think the Chiefs' defense deserves a lot of credit it does. for holding it does. Zay Flowers in check, other than that fifty-yard touchdown pass, and just locking down every receiver. I think OBJ had one or two catches that whole game. They had three pass for twenty-two yards. Well. I oh mean, yeah, I, I understand that sentiment, but I'm looking at the box score here. I mean, you're looking at, Look at total yards. Ravens had more. Ravens had. More yards than the Chiefs did. Yards per play, the Baltimore Ravens had 5.9. Sorry, no, he just had. That was good. I hope they called. Uh, no, and and even even as so confused. even <laughs> you didn't say anything you know oh, debatable. Um, even as dumb as it was for the Ravens to run the ball 16 times in total in the game. Yeah. As dumb as that was, as bad as the play calling was, you had in the fourth quarter with the game in reach, two turnovers in the end zone. If Zay Flowers isn't an idiot and stretches the ball out, don't stretch the ball out unless it's fourth down, please. Just for the for future reference, guys, if you're ever playing football, don't stretch the ball out unless it's fourth down. If you're down. reaching for the goal line, unless I feel it, like that makes sense. Unless it's fourth down. Don't do it, because then he, if he had not reached the ball out, he's down at the one. It, it would have been a first and goal. I don't know if you're an NFL player in that situation. You're you on have the to, goal line. You have to be you... smart though. Yeah. Because that's sure. what. Because when you reach the ball out, it doesn't take much to jar it loose, and then you get nothing. If they, I think if they'd scored a touchdown there, they would have won the game. Oh yeah. They wouldn't have been winning at that point. No, yeah. but I think they it would have been seventeen to fourteen. Then they the Chiefs' offense wasn't doing anything. Place would have been juiced up. I think the Ravens would. And then the Ravens went back down, and Lamar threw an interception that should have been pass interference. But I'm just sad for Ronnie the Raven. 
Ronnie the Raven's side? You know, you know Ronnie the Raven. Uh, is he the mascot or is he like a super fan? Helenskis or the comedian? Mm. You guys know who I'm talking. About. I, I don't. I know you're talking about. If if Ronnie the Raven's mad, I'm pissed though. Pull him up. You've never seen Stabby Baby? I don't think so. Keep talking. I'm... This is excellent podcasting oh, what yeah. we're doing Just right please now. Please keep talking. You got it. Right. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's got, like, the pistol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, keep, I posted that picture with him. With a... Is that Shane Gillis with a... <laughs> I want to see what's what's this in the suggested that's Shane Gillis and it just says Nazi. I don't know. What are what are you doing I over there, Bod? It's probably a skit. It's a skit. Pull up the Nazi video. Gonna run. We're gonna see if we can't get this podcast taken down. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to just pull that. Let's cut that part out. Stop. We're talking about sports, God. That is a sport. What's your guys' opinion on the Dan Campbell comment saying then that this might have been the Lions' only chance? It's true. Every, every team who gets beat in the playoffs says we'll be back, and very few of them are. Hey, Jimmy Butler says it all the time. We'll, we'll be back. Well, maybe. Winning's hard. That's, that's what I'm like. I don't – not like – I don't think he. Hey, Blake Bortles deserved that game. That last year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. That was tough. But in defense of Dan Campbell, I think it wasn't he like, yeah, no, we're gonna suck next year. Like this is over. Like blow it all up. Like I think it's more like, yeah, that was that was like really good shot. Like it's gonna be hard to recoup. Like yeah, they have a lot of cap space, but you're not gonna keep everyone. Like there's gonna be very very. Needed or players that were big for the season this year, like Reeves Maven, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, who is now a free agent. It's gonna be tough, but like, I'm not, I don't think he's like rolling over on his back, like, yeah, we're not coming back. Like, no, they, they'll they be back in the playoffs, I think. But that was their when you're up 24 to 7, like, yeah, you're gonna be like, yeah, it was probably our best shot. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't think it was any. I, I think he's just being honest with him, and that's why people like playing for him because he's good at communicating and being honest with people. Like, yeah, that was might have been our best shot. There's a good chance it was, but yeah, I don't. That's, that was the thing. Like everyone was talking about the Texans. Oh, they'll be back. Like, probably the Texans will be back, but they might I'm not be. For them. I am very yeah, no, they should be. You would think they would be, but. You thought that the Jaguars would be back this year, and they're at home because they couldn't beat the Titans in week eighteen or whatever it was. So that whole thing, yeah. I don't get that. Whole it's the thing with the NFL, like championship windows, contention windows. They don't stay open very long, typically, unless you have the best quarterback in the history of the game and barbecue sauce, IV Andy Reid. So. He has an eye. Is Jay Cutler on the roster? That was a joke. Jay that was. Not the be- he is the best in my heart. I love that man. He's. That's he's a gunslinger. Yeah, he, he's a real pigskin right there. He's cutting it loose. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go get food now. All right. Give your prediction for the Super Bowl. 
for the bowl. Well, that's a tough. See, just give it. No, because now I, now I have to I have to explain because the Chiefs haven't stopped the run yet. I mean, the Dolphins doesn't really count because they're not very good. <laughs> But they didn't stop the I'm run not against. Saying you're wrong, but come on. They didn't stop the run. Did they stop the run against the Dolphins, or did the Dolphins even try to run the ball? I really don't remember. Okay, I don't remember either. I was at a party that wasn't even a very good game. I was just sad. They didn't stop the run against the Bills. They the Ravens didn't even try to run the ball. Oh wait, no, we just yeah. uh, we just barely ran. Yeah, the Dolphins ran the ball ran 18 so. times, four yards of carry. Yeah, so they didn't stop the run against the Dolphins. They didn't stop the run against the Bills. The Ravens didn't even try. I feel like the 49ers have the best offensive mind in football, as much as it pains me to say. And they have the best running back in football. So I feel like the 49ers should be able to move the ball pretty much at will on the ground. The issue is that it's the Chiefs, and I don't think you bet against the Chiefs in the playoffs. And it's Kyle Shanahan, too, and playoff Shanahan is not great. So I think the, Chief, I think the Chiefs win. Hmm. I think it'll be kind of low scoring because I think the 49er, I think Kyle Shanahan's smart enough to try to run the ball. So I think it'll be kind of a ball control type of game, lower scoring. Give me, what's the over-under at, 47? Um... I do. I kind of do too, like twenty-one seventeen, twenty-one twenty, something like that. Twenty-four twenty, that type of game. Then I then what I more than the game, more than I care about the game because I don't really like either team. What I kind of want to have have happen is the Chiefs win. Everyone goes down on the field after the game to celebrate, and then Travis Kelsey proposes on national TV and gets turned down. I think that would be the perfect cap to this season. I think that, that, would, that would be epic. That's a good way to exit the podcast. Thank oh, you, yeah. Max. All right. Thank you. See you guys. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. All right. It's hot as hell. Oh, yeah. Finally, that guy's gone. Oh, my God. I hated him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so we can talk. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> now we can finally talk about it. Oh, hey, Max. You're still here. Hey, Max. That's, that's awesome. Now I don't, now I don't want to go. Ah, oh, damn it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Yeah, no, I was sad after the conference championship. That, that made me very sad. I wanted what, what, what were you sad about specifically? Oh, uh, Lamar. Um, yeah. Did you see all the uh, – there were a lot of people on social media really, really, really pulling for Lamar. Oh. To, Do to you know the edits? Tactic. The edits? Yes. I, I'm aware there of the There are so many. So many. It was I have them Lamar Jackson was basically the, the savior of the United States of America. Oh, those at a time I've seen those. I've seen those. And he, he did not pull through. I don't think Lamar knows what that song is. <laughs> now they just moved on to Brock Purdy now. I've seen them on the oh Brock Purdy. Yeah, no, they, they immediately started switching up to Brock Purdy. Uh, to the be, an- uh, did the you see the Anna Fry one? Anna Fry <laughs> yeah. or whatever the one is. It's All right, like, but geez. she's like what sixteen? That's not fourteen. I think it's kind of weird. No. All right, so they open at two and a half. Now it's at minus two. 
they opened uh, right after the Conference Championship. I finding, I'm finding this, I'm finding this very funny though. It just says fine tickets powered by Vivid Seats. Tickets as low as six thousand dollars. That's not low, but that's it's a, as low as a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, God. All right. We're. I'm liking the 49ers minus two. And yes, I've said it two weeks ago that I don't like betting against uh, Patrick Mahomes, but damn it, I'm doing it again. I didn't. I learned from the Super Bowl last year that I shouldn't bet against him. But this time, Jimmy G's not there, and this guy can actually make throws with Brock Purdy. Uh, McCaffrey, their run game, yeah, they're not that good. McCaffrey is going to do his best uh, impression of um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the longest yard. I will not say the quote, but you know what I mean. Does anyone know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Ayuk, dude, has came on. I think he is... I mean, he was good last year. I think his contract comes up soon, unless they re-sign him to a big deal. That man is playing with some money right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this is – is this technically – yeah, this is the 2023 season? Yeah. Okay, then, no. He's, he's got one more year. 2024 playoffs. He's got one more okay. year then. All right, but anywho. Well, 2024 season, if it says that he's – No, it says free agency 2025, so – because he was a okay, first-round yeah, pick. Yeah. I forgot he was a first-round pick. But yeah. Um, what are your predictions before I give you mine? Of this I game? like the 49ers to win the Super Bowl this year. I just think they're all around a better team. Um, I also think back to the George Kittle video from the last time they lost the Super Bowl. Where, I will be where, back. Yeah, will for be vengeance. Back. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that is. And it's perfect that it's the Chiefs again. I love that. I just think I just, Niners I, are overall better in, in all just, facets. Of I just want I want. I mean, it's it, it's hard not to be better whenever you have a top five player at each position, every position. Oh man! Outside, it's gonna be an awesome course. Super Bowl, and I'm it, which is people are are mad about the Super Bowl matchup because we all wanted Detroit versus. Baltimore. Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody wanted Detroit versus Baltimore. Um, everybody got the exact opposite of that. But this is still a sick Super Bowl. And people are, I'm not watching it. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think you the are. 49ers are way more of a villain than they should be because everybody was like, hey, I think it's more the Brock it, it, Purdy it's hate. It's Brock Purdy. He got drafted two years ago, last pick. Like, oh, he should have like more of a waiting period before he gets to go to a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't really agree with that. I think they got a disgusting team. They haven't had much success in relation to the Chiefs, who they're playing. Oh, yeah. The, what is it now? Two Super Bowls? This is three. They're uh, it's his fourth conference. Fourth, no, fourth Super Bowl fourth appearance. Fourth Super Bowl appearance in the last five years. Disgusting. Imagine. The one year he didn't was Joey B. Okay, so imagine. For the last five years, we've had Josh Allen... In Buffalo, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, all AFC teams, and combined, those three have one Super Bowl appearance in the last five years. The other four Super Bowl appearances, Patrick Mahomes. And before that, it was just all Brady. And then Brady was like, I'm going to go to the NFC. <laughs> I made it to the Super Bowl. 
This, and is, then your, I this beat, is your poster boy? Beat Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> We're going to smack him. In the him. Super Bowl. Gosh. Oh, that was an yeah, Brady was what? 2-0? 2-0 against Mahomes? Was it 3-0? I think it was 2-0. Was I thought he got him. Oh, no, no, no. AFC it was his championship it was, and then Super Bowl. Yeah, it Super was um, not Mahomes' rookie year, but his first year starting. Because Alex Smith had him for the first year. I remember the year they drafted Mahomes. And they open up the season on Thursday Night Football against the Patriots and Alex Smith. And it was the yeah. the uh, the world finding out about Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt had like four touchdowns. It was nuts. I remember being like, oh, my God, the Patriots are dead. <gasps> and then I was like, wait, what am I doing? It's week one. And then, yeah. Was that was that Kareem Hunt's rookie year? Yeah. Yeah. Straight out of Toledo and was ran it on a Bill Belichick-led defense. Um did you give your prediction? I just kind of blanked out. I have not given my prediction yet. Okay, so uh, what I want to have happen and what I think will happen are a two tie. things. <laughs> I really, really want the 49ers to win. I want them to cover the, what is it, two and a half spread? It's now at minus two. Minus Odds two. by ESPN bet. want them to cover that spread. I think they're more than capable. I also think it's Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl at plus odds. Who's the ref? Ah, oh, that's a huge question. That's a hu- if it's Sean Smith, I'm not watching the damn game. That's because you, you saw the whole thing in the uh, what was it, the AFC? Uh, that man's voice cracked. Oh my god! The referee in that game. First thing I see is Kansas City Chiefs have similar ref for Super Bowl. No, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is? Is it, it? the same ref that refed the AFC? Bill Vinovich. Because, uh, was it that game, Tanner? That uh, the ref was. Way, way, way more likely to yeah. No, that was it was, it was Sean Smith. Which yeah, and it happened. It it happened a bunch. Taunting. Yeah. But you can have crazy. Travis Kelsey just get a first down flex, spin a ball for like ten seconds, and then it's like Legarius Sneed's on what's his name Zay Flowers' leg, and like Zay Flowers is like hey. People were like, oh, he pushed him and shoved him and then flexed on him. Yeah, he, well, he was on his leg. I would be pissed off, too. I'd be like, dude, get off my leg. Shove. And then, actually, I don't mind this ref, Bill Vinovich. Vinovich? Vinovich. And, um, wait, here we go. Um, the home team wins 50% of the time. He... Jesus. That Average penalty yards per game are 90 this year. What is this? Oh, percentage. Okay, yeah, 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 whatever. It's not going to be that bad as last year, or last week with uh, Sean Smith. Okay. So, your final score prediction. Gage. I think the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Chiefs. I think score the Chiefs, of? I think the Chiefs will win by a score of twenty eight to twenty four. I think the Niners win twenty four to twenty. Mm. Do you want to go into that? Uh I want to take my score back. Okay. Twenty seven to twenty four. Chiefs. Chiefs. I think twenty four to twenty. Both defenses are really solid. They've been solid all year. And I think they both come out and perform on the big stage. All right. Um, 
What was your score prediction? I'm gonna give it. I'm giving it. Uh, go for it. What do you think? Forty-seven and a half. I like the under in that game, and I, it shows that America likes it because it's minus one fifteen to the over at minus one hundred five. What is the over under? Forty-seven and a half. So you said okay. you would be getting the over for your prediction. You'd be getting the under, and I'm joining you on that side of getting the under. I'm gonna go. I don't want to do the same as you, but I like your pick, twenty-four to twenty. Uh, give me twenty-seven to twenty. Just, just hits the under. Okay. I think, and in favor of the 49ers. I think that run game is gonna. They'll take that like a late lead with like maybe two and a half minutes left, maybe after the two minute warning. Yeah. Okay. Then Mahomes. I was, I, I was gonna say we gotta we can send out our score predictions all we want to. I think we need to send out a prediction for the script. How is the game gonna go? That's what we've we've been good at. How do we see the first half going? Do the Chiefs or the 49ers walk in? I think the four. I think just the 49ers win the first half. Think so. Like so, the Chiefs come from behind. Fourteen to ten. Yeah. Like after, because that's yeah. Like what he said. Great defenses. That pass yeah. defense. I feel like Ayuk, Debo, Kittle might not get as many catches, but man, when you have C Mac coming out of the backfield, anything's possible, especially with him catching the ball too. Uh I think C Mac gets like two touchdowns early. I think he's gonna get like three tutties this game, dude. Like I'm not even kidding. He's so good. Um but yeah, like fourteen to 10 after halftime in favor of I think actually that can go either way like 14 to 10 Chiefs 14 to 10 49ers and then at that second half that like we saw it last week with 49ers they just came out flying they knew what they were doing I think that offense's mind of Shanahan's too smart Spagnola loves to send the blitz and he will but here's the thing that 49ers O-line is that those boys can block. And you also have George Kittle, who is the best blocking tight end ever. And my prediction is they win it all. 27 to 20. And George Kittle goes up to Taylor Swift saying, hey, get yourself a real tight end. I can block too, baby. And she falls into his arms. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, now 27 to 20, 49ers take the dub, take the Super Bowl, and I think they tie the Patriots and Steelers with, I don't know if the Steelers have six. Do they? Steelers have six. They think. Or five. They have, well, no, I think the Steelers have five and the Patriots have six. Yeah, Patriots no, Patriots have definitely more. have six because I think all they have of them one with Brady. The Steelers. And the Patriots don't have seven. I'm looking that up. So yeah, six. six. Oh, yeah, so Patriots, Steelers both have six. And then Cowboys, <laughs> they're not getting that for a while. Four nine or Cowboys have five. Forty Nineers have five. They haven't. Well, they haven't. They have five in a fifteen-year span from nineteen eighty-one nineteen or thirteen-year span to nineteen eighty-one to nineteen ninety-four. That's insane. I did not know that. Um, I thought they just had like something in like the seventies, but. Yeah. Do you guys want to give your poll rule predicts? No. I don't even know. Is it? Are they doing like? Didn't they do it last year where it's like a draft? 
I know they're doing AFC NFC this year, which that'll be fun. It's flag football, right? For the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Gardner Minshew made it, dude. I was pumped. I'm not gonna lie. Don't think he deserved it. It's kind of like if there's a quarterback I want to see in the Pro Bowl, I'm tuning in to watch. It was it was kind of like Tyler Huntley making it last year. It was like yeah, yeah. Like people get hurt. They. It's just funny that. He got the invite over Josh Allen. <laughs> That's great stuff. Um, damn it. I'll tune in. I don't want to buy tickets for the Pro Bowl. I don't know why they clicked that on. Uh, I want to just look at the roster. I know two is playing. Did he deserve it? Oh, wow. You can get tickets for 26 bucks to the Pro Bowl. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm working. Where's the Pro Bowl at? I think it's. It's usually in Vegas, but the Super Bowl is there, so... It's in Orlando. No, they've been doing it in yeah, Orlando been lately, because they used to do it in Hawaii. Yeah, it used to be in Honolulu. But they also, or, like... No, at the University of Hawaii. Yeah, they used to also give a shit. <laughs> Still to this the day, my favorite Pro Bowl too. thing ever was Sean Taylor on a fake punt. The punter's running, and yet again, it's a Pro Bowl. You don't have to, like, kill a guy, but no, he was like, I'm going to kill this guy, and absolutely... Ruined that guy's uh, Pro Bowl visit. He definitely was like, oh, I should have just given it to the next punter. Uh, R.I.P. Sean Taylor, legend of the sport. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we have any other things we want to talk about? Um, the NHL having some issues. The NHL <laughs> is having their All Star game coming up soon. Uh, Jack Hughes. Not playing. Yep. He's super hurt. Who is a desperate brat ends up getting the uh, the yes call brat. In. Yes, I love him. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, do you guys see Dylan Brooks punched LeBron in the face? He punched I, him. I thought it was just like a scuffle. I think it was like a little scuffle, but like the video of LeBron going up to the ref, he's like, "Yo, he, he punched me in the nose," and it's like, "Yo." Calm down. I I know a lot of people hate Dylan Brooks. I love what he does against LeBron, where it's like he just. He's also just like a great shutdown guy, right? He's a good defender. That was the thing. Like, I didn't get why Memphis. The Memphis got rid of him. I think it was more like, yo, you talked a lot of shit and we did not back up. You got to go to Houston. Mm-hmm. But it's not looking too good. I think they really need him right now. I like his act. I think all I love sports it. need a villain. Yeah. And everyone, someone to people, loved, people loved Draymond a few years ago. Now it's like catching up to him. But here's the thing. Dylan Brooks doesn't kick people in the nuts. He's not doing bad things. Like he's just like clapping in their face, talking a little ish. You know, I love it. I personally love it. Did he get traded? So or- it was. It's so at the NBA. It's like when you're an RFA, but your team doesn't want to resign you. They will, like the Rockets gave him like a four year, hundred million dollar contract or eighty million dollar contract. So it was like an offer sheet, yeah, and then say, Memphis like an Memphis matched it. But then we're like, "Yo, here you go. Give us." I think they gave up. Like Rockets gave Josh Christopher, I think his name. Who knows? He's not playing good. But yeah, like that happened um, when Jimmy signed with the Heat. He signed the contract. Sixers matched it, but then they got Josh Richardson back in the deal to send him to Miami. But then it ended up Josh Richardson's on Miami again, so it was like kind of a win-win. Also, it's also a win-win when it's <laughs> the 76ers because they don't do shit in the playoffs. Um, yeah, who do we? That, all right, so the awards are going to come up though. 
for NFL. NFL, who do we like? I'm going to pull up all the uh, I think Tanner has a really, really, really good I'm prediction. I'm very, very um, scared right now, but you guys can talk about it. Are we just going to go rattle through our Here we go. We'll start with... I don't know why you should be scared. You got Puka Nakua, who only set the NFL rookie receiving yards record. Only. CJ Stroud was pretty good, too. CJ Stroud made it to the playoffs, and and they love... All right, so MVP. All right, we'll start with... Coach of the... Oh, wait. There's an assistant coach of the year. I've never even watched the... I don't care about that. And... Two of them are <laughs> Ravens coaches. Uh, coach of the year, Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryans, Kyle Shanahan, and Kevin Stefanski. I'll go first. I think Kevin Stefanski should win it. Yeah, he didn't go as far as the other four with D'Amico beating him in the playoffs, Shanahan making it to the Super Bowl, John Harbaugh making it to the conference championship, and Dan Campbell also making it to the conference championship. But when you have – let's look uh, – Sean Watson, uh, Dorian Thompson Robbins, uh, the kid from UCLA. I thought he was going to be good in the NFL. He's still young, so I, I like to not give up on him yet. PJ Walker. There was someone else before Joe Flacco, I want to say, but Joe Flacco and then Jeff Driscoll in the last game because there was like no one should get hurt. We'll let the Bengals win this game. Let's throw in Jeff Driscoll. I think Seven kept. Steven Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski should win it, though, because, dude, he had so many injuries. Not even talking about QBs. You have one of, if not the best running back in the league with Nick Chubb absolutely folding his leg in half. And that one hit home to me because I had him in fantasy. And then I forgot that we were in a uh, dynasty league, so I traded him away. For a third-round pick, <laughs> and then someone was like, yo, you know, he comes back next year. So now I'm kind of praying that he doesn't come back to be Nick Chubb for my sanity, but I think he will. Uh, it's fancy though. That's my coach of the it year. It was a similar move. Uh, somebody dropped Joe Burrow to the waiver wire. So I just happened to pick him up. It was like week seven. <laughs> That's funny. After he, he had been hurt for multiple weeks. Who's your coach of the year, though, guys? I'm gonna I go can't go with... wrong with either one, I think. I, I think, think Shanahan it has doesn't to really... be D'Amico Ryan's bringing a three-win Houston Texans team from last year to the playoffs, winning winning the wild card round. Unfortunately, losing to the Ravens, but that's a hey, huge I didn't task expect to ask much. For. I didn't expect them to even make it. So they were an exciting team all year. That was fun, yes. And I think they're going to be really good for the years to come. So my pick is D'Amico I did a, Ryan's. Yeah, I had a tweet that I was like Dan Campbell or D'Amico Ryan's. Should be the coach of the year. And then like a week later, I was like, all right, Stephens, Kevin Stefanski is doing something crazy right now. So I was like, put him up there. Talk about getting just a like his whole roster just got dismantled. D- ruined. Still found a way to win games. I think that should be like the true measuring mark yeah. of how good of a coach are you. That's what I think. So you're going with Stefanski too? He, he handled adversity pretty, pretty well. Pretty well. This would be his second year doing it, right? If he did end up winning it. I don't know if yeah, this is like... Yeah, I think he like, won in his first or second year at Cleveland. I don't think they have this length for favorites, but they might. But Or uh, dotted, like, dotted down as the, for the favorites. So then... All right, so next up, comeback player of the year. 
Oh, w- w- one last note on the uh, coach, coach of the year. Of the year. I like how uh, the NFL seems to work out their coach of the year odds uh, versus like the NHL. NHL coach of the year it seems every year it just goes to whatever coach wins the pre- president. Yeah, w- trophy. won the president's trophy. Whoever, whatever yeah. team was the best in the regular season. I like how the NFL spreads it out a little bit more. I mean, Fair you got enough. Kevin Stefanski, D'Amico Ryan's, Dan Campbell. I mean, none of those teams were the best team in the NFL. Yeah. By any means. You're not wrong. Hey, who's your co- comeback player of the year? Demar Okay, <laughs> that was easy. Fair I mean. Enough. Fair enough. If we if he just didn't die on the field, I think it would be a different conversation. But we can't go, can't not talk about the options. Joe Flacco coming back. I was gonna say, who's your your? If pick it wasn't Hamlin, player of the year. No, just who is your pick for comeback player? Of the year? Well, it's got to be Demar Hamlin. The whole story, you got to give it to him. But but why? I want to know your reason. The guy why. died and he came back to life, and he had tackles and he made some stats. You just have to give it to him. So so you're interpretation of comeback player of the year is who comes back from the biggest injury. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying he was the best comeback player of the year by any means, but his story, but they, it's comeback gonna, player of the year. I know they're going to give it to him, but if that didn't happen, it'd have to be Joe Flacco or Mayfield Baker. I think, I think Baker just because he got to play the whole season Ended up giving it to the play, uh, getting them to the playoffs, and that their division rival had him as a scout team D lineman. <laughs> yeah, I see. This is why I think the NFL should have a comeback player of the year and a most improved player of the year. I, I like think, that. Yeah, I think that would like settle a lot of debates because comeback player of the year, it's like the main goal of comeback player of the year should be to award the player that. Came, like face the biggest adversity, the biggest injury, and then came back from that yeah. to have like uh, to play in the NFL. I think that should be out. Yes. Now, if the most improved player was an award, who wins that? Baker. That's right. That's like I was like I'd Baker. give it to Baker for comeback player of the year if Demar Hamlin did not. You're talking about my Carolina Panthers quarterback, former Baker Mayfield. But I didn't Former. even mention the other names, Matthew Stafford and Tua Tagovailoa. Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl like three years ago. Yeah, that's like – So no. 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 Tua, yeah, he just banged his head too much. But he learned jujitsu, so that's why he's on there. <laughs> he learned how to fall. He was Later. the only one on the Dolphins that learned how to fall, so he didn't get hurt. All right, so defensive – all right, so you said Hamlin. I said Hamlin. Come back, play of the year? Yeah. DeMar. Oh, so yeah, it's gonna absolutely. be Demar, but if it wasn't for Demar, Baker, I, Baker. I also interpret comeback player of the year to be the biggest injury, and you come back and play in the NFL. Yeah, that's how I he died. Yeah, <laughs> which is. But if you if Demar Hamlin was not, not that arguably the DeMar, biggest injury. If Demar Hamlin didn't die, who would it be this year? That's what I'm asking more because we all know. If he didn't. Because if being completely honest, no one would know who the hell he is besides maybe the hardcore Bills fans. Oh yeah, and I'm not bashing him. Like great story, it was an awesome story, awesome, awesome. Story. and it still is. So if, if it wasn't him, who would it be, Gage? Because we have Baker. Well, see, I already said Baker. Too. Okay, then all right. That's I already all I said knew. Baker for my like comeback player of the year, defensive rookie Mo- of the year. Improved. Will Anderson, the DN for the Houston Texans. Jalen Carter, the big boy out of Georgia, the DT for the Philadelphia Eagles. Joey Porter, the cornerback for the Steelers. Kobe Turner, the 
defensive tackle for the Rams, and Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback for the Seahawks. I was going to, like, if it was midseason, I'd say Jalen Carter, but I think Will Anderson was popping off the board that he might. Was I think, Jalen Carter even starting at the end of the year? I don't know if you was. I don't know because they have such, they have a good DT yeah, room they that they don't have to be doing all that. Uh, I'm going with Will Anderson, defensive end, Houston Texans. I don't even have the stats in front of me, but his. I don't either. That defense was not I, as good as the Eagles and. I mean, Tanner, you were there to witness it. I was so low on the Texans. Seven, seven as a sacks whole going year. into the year. I don't think he. I didn't think C.J. Stroud was going to be that guy. I didn't think yeah, they had the receiving idiot. room for him. I didn't think. Stupid. I didn't think Pierce was going to make like a, a, a jump from the Singletary year, more. Which was you right. were right. You were right on I that one. Being right on that one. Uh, but as a whole, like they I thought I didn't think their defense was going to be good. Will Anderson they really have, stepped up for that defense. They really, it? they were a solid unit. Help me it. out, Matt. Is, is it Derek Derek Stingley, the kid from LSU? He's it's a good guy from for their corners. I think Will Anderson just had a way bigger job to put up than Jalen Carter, Joey Porter, Witherspoon, or Turner. I think Will Anderson wins. Probably going to be Jalen Carter though, but Will Anderson deserves it. I agree. I think it actually I think it's more of a toss up between Joey Porter Jr. of the Steelers and Will Anderson. Oh. Based on I don't have any stats to back this up, but based on what I've seen I mean, yeah, throughout he, the he season, had to help. Joe, Joey Porter at a he, he was helping. Yeah. They were winning games and their offense looked bad. <laughs> so defense definitely plays a factor for the Steelers on that end and Joey Porter did hold his own. Mm-hmm. Um so you're going toss-up, Will Anderson, Joey Porter. Flip the coin right now. What side is it landing on? I would say I think Will Anderson had a bigger Im- impact based on Steelers having T.J. Watt not yeah, for many yeah, games, but yeah. the Steelers' I defense overall is a better unit than the Texans. I think Jalen Carter wins it. All right, all right. So we two Anderson, two one for Carter. All right, rookie of the year. This is where I'd get excited. Someone might have had twenty dollars on someone Tanner to win one hundred sixty. And Gage told me, I'm an idiot. He's not going to be good. So we'll start it off. C.J. Stroud, QB for the Houston Texans. Awesome what are, what story. What are C.J. Stroud's odds right now? I think. It's probably like plus 100 or something. No, I think no I checked way. yesterday. C.J. Stroud's a favorite. Here it is. The Rookie of the Year tracker from sportsbettingdime.com. Top five. And we are here all the way to January 2nd. CJ Stroud, but January 2nd was before week 18, week 18, so mm-hmm. he was minus 1000 Pukunakua was at plus 425. Did, did I don't even think we have to name the other two or three guys, but no. Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson. All if it wasn't for seasons. Puka or CJ, and it would have been one of the lines. Let's not forget like Rasheed Rice. It was awesome. Did you say Sam Laporta, Zay Flowers? Oh, uh, Zay Flowers didn't even make it. Jeez. Jordan wow. Addison. Okay. Jordan Addison was good. A lot of good wide receivers this year. But I'm going to just put the jinx in for myself so I can win my money. Puka Nakua wins it. Let's go. Come on. Gage, I think you want to go Puka too, right? I so want to. I, I really want to. I, I Like I said, I was really, really low on the Texans going into the season. I thought the Texans were going to be what the Panthers ended up being. I thought it was going to be a rookie quarterback with no support and no defense. 
Like that's, that's what, what I thought. You guys drafted CJ Stroud. You might have gone and tanked out. We definitely would have got tanked. Who also could have been in the offensive rookie yeah, of the year if he didn't who, get injured? Who would have thought? Hey, you should listen to your your quarterbacks input on who his receiver should be maybe it works out hey maybe guess what it did at least for the Texans. so who's your pick so uh i was very low on the Texans going into the season i was not a believer in cj stroud i think cj stroud wins nice offensive rookie matthew i think puka nakua should win i mean when you put up the greatest rookie wide receiver season in nfo history i think you should win but I will not be surprised when C.J. Stroud gets the award. I do think Puka should win. All right. He should win. All right, all right, fair enough. So all my right, prediction well, is C.J. Stroud, but Puka should win in my opinion. I'm using my jinx. I'm going Puka. I need money. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also the only Ohio State quarterback that I've ever been that huge on. Maybe Justin Fields behind him a little bit, but... <laughs> I, I love that dude coming out of the draft. I was super ready to be like, yo, let's trade Tua to Houston and we'll take him. Anywho, defensive Did you player see of the, the, year. Uh, the the graphic that's been popping up over like social media the last couple days? The offensive rookie of the year. It's always a QB. It's all, no, it's always Ohio State. Oh, actually? Dude, yeah, no. You got Alave. Chase, Garrett Wilson, 2022. Is it Alave? Chase Young, 2020. Nick Bosa, 2019. Marshawn Lattimore, 2017. Joey Bosa, 2016. Holy shit. All yeah. Ohio wow. State. All of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Crazy. Ohio State loves putting offenses with... When with was the last time Ohio State won the national championship, though? 2015? Oh, and then... That was the debut of the playoff. That was the year that Zeke came or that the year they won it Zeke came into the league and he could have won it that year but then they had to give it to Dak because it was a way cooler story uh all right so defensive player of the year because I think I, we got to start wrapping this up defensive player of the year Deron Bland cornerback Dallas Cowboys Max Crosby defensive end Raiders Miles Garrett defensive end Browns Micah Parsons linebacker Cowboys TJ Watt linebacker Pittsburgh Steelers I'll give it real quick uh we played in a league where we had a uh, ind- independent defense player the um, for our fantasy team, and uh, I remember waiting a little bit just because I wanted to get some offensive players, and I waited perfectly, and I got T.J. Watt. That man single-handedly won me some weeks this year, and uh, T.J. Watt's all-around good player. I would go with that guy. We're almost done. Do I need to open up the V show? Yeah. Okay. All right. You guys can do this. TJ Watt and then Offensive Player of the Year, uh, McCaffrey, and my MVP, uh, Lamar Jackson, because why not? You guys can finish this off. I'll leave my laptop here for you guys. That was a great speed round, Tanner. Uh, Matt, who do you think the uh, Defensive Player of the Year is? Click end recording after you guys are done. We got Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt. Although maybe, maybe like sneaky Nick Bosa, but I don't know if he did enough during the season. No, to like warrant that. I think the really two only in play here are T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett has. I like it. Miles the, Garrett. The I watched many that Browns he did games. For the Cleveland Browns defense, especially, especially when they handled so many injuries during the year to their uh, offensive core. I think Miles Garrett gets Defensive Player of the Year. If Garrett doesn't play, that whole favorite. defensive line mm-hmm. is just not as good. Yeah, I and, agree. Uh, T.J. Watt has been injured a couple times during the season, and the Steelers' defense has always been still a good unit. 
Consistently. Yeah. Very consistent. I think Miles Garrett has a bigger impact on his defense. I agree. Which I think when it boils down to it, the most valuable player should be if you remove that player from that team, how much of an impact do that does that specific player have on that team? I think if you remove Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns defense, that makes the biggest impact on the Cleveland Browns uh, season versus any other of these uh, defense player of the year uh, favorites. So I, I agree. I, I, I support that. Uh, offensive player of the year. You've got Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, sneaky, was in the running to beat the uh, most reception yard, uh, receiving yards by a wide receiver uh, in an NFL season. He didn't end up hitting it. Do you think he gets offensive player of the year? Who? Tyreek Hill. I think I, – I actually think Christian McCaffrey should, knowing that he – the MVP is a QB award, and Lamar's that's a lock for Lamar. And if Lamar did not play, I think McCaffrey should been that be the MVP. So that's I fair. Think that's Christian fair. McCaffrey should at least win one award. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Tyree Kill he, for for the longest time he was in the running. Uh, no NFL rec- wide receiver has ever hit 2,000 receiving yards in a season. Tyree Kill was on pace, I think, to like destroy that. And then he ended up getting some like late season injuries. Uh, he ended up like not getting uh, as many receiving yards. I think in his last like couple weeks, uh, battled some injuries uh, more than anything. So that kind of bumped him down a little bit. Christian McCaffrey has done wonders for the San Francisco 49ers and their offense. Which, uh, like we said, the San San, Fr- San Francisco 49ers. They have a top five player at every position, mm-hmm. probably on their team. Other than maybe quarterback, which you can argue. You don't need a top five quarterback one. As we've seen. As we've seen. So, uh, Chris McCaffrey, regardless of, of that, has done amazing things. Generational uh, numbers. The, for the 49ers offensives this season. 20-plus uh, touchdowns. I think uh, he was reaching uh, 2,000 all-purpose yards. Crazy, crazy. Uh, he is the favorite to win Offensive Player of the Year. Do you agree with that? Uh, McCaffrey? McCaffrey. Yes. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think that is... Uh, I think if Tariq didn't get hurt, hurt to the end, end uh I was the a year, big believer in Tyreek. I think he would have broke the record based on what he was doing each game. He was averaging he was, like yeah, over no, 100 yards a, each game with a couple touchdowns in each game. There were a few weeks there in a row where he was putting up insane numbers. I remember my fantasy team. He was a lock yeah. for 30 points every week. He, he's probably the sole reason you won probably like three or four weeks, which for one player is ridiculous. I Absolutely. will say the offensive player of the year uh, this year is stacked because mm-hmm. I also CD Lamb had a great season too. Yeah. He did an awesome he, season. He did have a very good season, a very good season. But I still don't think he was the best wide receiver in this in the league. Oh yeah. So that that he he was amazing. That doesn't do much whenever you're talking the offense player of the year, which is not just were you the best wide receiver, were you the best player on offense, uh, probably outside of quarterback, because we know a quarterback's going to win MVP. Yeah, that's the quarterback award. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So Christian McCaffrey, all. The the consensus around here, he he's got the uh, offense play of the year wrapped up. Now NFL MVP, heavy favorite, heavy favorite Lamar Jackson. He's gonna win it. You think he, so? He should win and eat a great season. With take him off the Ravens, they are not your one seed. 
probably barely, barely a playoff team Yeah, at that point. I do agree. It does. It, it sucks that Lamar wasn't able to do as much in the playoffs that like us and probably a lot of people wanted him to do. It did seem like this was Lamar's year. It seemed like this was the Ravens' year. They've had such a good defense for such a long time. They finally they got Lamar. They finally put together a good like rushing attack. It, it seemed like this might have been Lamar's year. Unfortunately, he didn't get it done. Still, with that being said, wonderful things during the regular season. So, uh, Lamar Jackson, overwhelming, overwhelming favorite to win NFL MVP, which I agree with, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, the NFL MVP should go to a quarterback because the quarterback is the most important player. It's the hardest position, too, the hard- in the league. Probably the hardest position in sports, I would argue. Honestly, oh, yeah. I don't think that there's a, a position in professional North American sports that is harder than NFL quarterback. So, every most valuable player, absolutely, should go to a quarterback. The favorites, Lamar Jackson, overwhelming. After that, you got Dak, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, I guess. I don't know, dude. I, 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 it doesn't seem like any of them really it's hold really a candle. It's not really a stacked lineup for the MVP this year. Yeah, it, this was a very weak year for MVP. It was. So, it just it, it seems like it's Lamar's to lose. Oh, yeah. I don't for think sure. he'll lose it either. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, based on votes, I think it should be unanimous, but it's probably not going to be. Yeah. I know there's it, some, someone's going to vote McCaffrey, got, and someone's yeah. going to throw in Dak or something like or Purdy. He's got one unanimous MVP under his belt. It'd be really, really hard to get two, but if he gets that second one, that would be kind of cementing Lamar as one of the better quarterbacks of this generation. That might cement him as a Hall of Famer. Two unanimous it, MVPs in a career. It would put him on the track to do that. Yeah, Absolutely, I think just that a little success play, in the playoffs, and then he's going to play probably like what ten more years in the NFL. Minimum. He'll he'll be playing at the same level he is now for at least six. At least, yeah. No, I I agree. Barring with that. any yeah, crazy injuries that he's had in the past, I know he's had a couple leg problems in think, the past, but it, I think he plays at the same level until he's 30, 31, 32, mm-hmm. I think. Especially with the Ravens um, finally putting enough pieces around him, you yeah, safe flowers. So Which now you it, don't. It seems like it took him a while to do that. It seemed mm-hmm. like the Ravens like did not surround him with the supporting cast. For you have his Isaiah couple, Likely. First years in the league. Isaiah Likely's been great this season. Mark Turning Andrews, it to his own, especially when Mark Andrews was out, and so, then, and then you've got Mark Andrews, one of probably what top two tight ends in the league. Top three, definitely. He might be number one next year. He could. Be, I think. Do you think with Travis his Kelsey volume, is the number one tight end next year? I th- I do think. Do well, you think so? He, Actually, he after the after this off. year, after he this year, I'm just going off. based off track record. I think uh-huh. he'll still perform. Uh, um, yeah, no, he'll perform absolutely. But we're talking about like number one. I do think if you take everything into account, George Kittle's the best tight end with blocking. I would agree with that more than I would agree with Travis Kelsey being the number one going into next year. Going into next year, Andrews is definitely top three. I think you could probably just switch between Kelsey and Andrews, whatever. Which way you want to put him? Mm-hmm. But Kelsey's always going to get his volume from Mahomes. He's Mahomes' favorite target. I mean, Obviously. you could say the same thing. I mean, Andrews he, he is, doesn't have anybody else to throw to. Yeah, I mean, Andrews is Lamar's favorite target, but Lamar also has other weapons now with Zay Flowers, likely. Yeah, he had to use them. Mark Andrews went out late in the season. He had to use those other weapons, and he succeeded. 
using those weapons. Yeah, so, so I think Lamar's going to continue on his path, especially now that he doesn't have to play hero ball. He could mm-hmm. just let the offense play. Yeah. And the defense is going to be elite no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah, their their defense has been their defense has been They're really always good a good defense. A they're always a, a good defense. Now. So yeah. No, there there's no doubt. So I think they'll be do back think, in the next uh, year. Do you think the Ravens championship window is still open? I think for a couple more years. Would you say only a couple more years? I would say maybe two. Two? Okay. I would agree with that. I would say maybe maximum they've got probably three more years. Yeah. If they don't, I think that they can extend that window if they give Lamar the weapons that he needs. And they keep the offensive line stout. Yes, the offensive line is a big thing for them. That's their probably weakest part of their They need to upgrade that. But I will say the Ravens do have a lot of pending free agents this year. And they will not be able to re-sign all of them. And many are big contributors Mm -hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. I think Justin Medebike is probably the biggest name on that list. Yeah. You got to decide what to do with Patrick Queen. Big name. I think you have Roquan for you got him locked up for a couple years. I don't think this is a make or break off season for the Ravens. I think they're still going to be good no matter what. But I do agree they've got some big names coming up. They got to resign, and if they don't resign, they got to find a way to retain replace their production that talent, the talent that they have. So I. I will say... I think I, their window is definitely still open. It's still open. I don't think there will be a one-seed team next year. I agree. Uh, Especially with Joe Burrow honestly, coming back yeah, healthy. Honestly, no, yeah, I was about to say, with that whole division... That division... Is, the division is always disgusting. It's always going to be over 500. You're never playing a bad team. Yeah, I could I could easily see like the Bengals winning the division next year. Ravens being second, and then like I could even see the Browns, dude. If, I could see the Browns being third in that division and making the playoffs. Yeah, like it's if, ridiculous. The Steelers, I think, might be they'll be good again the, if they could get a quarterback too. The Steelers have yet to have a losing record. Yeah, with uh, Mike Tomlin, there's something like that. Oh yeah, no, yeah, they've never been under 500 in a yeah. season throughout so, his whole career. That whole division, I think, if the Ravens. We're gonna win the Super Bowl. It would have been this year. That I agree with that and it statement. Is, right it there. is disappointing that they did not get that, especially with just the AFC compared to the NFC. AFC is so much more better. You got yeah. the Bills. Bills are gonna be good. They're a sneaky team. Mm-hmm. You're always gonna have the Chiefs there as long as Mahomes and always Kelsey's the there. You're always gonna have the Ch- you're always gonna have the Bills when when they have Allen. You're always gonna have the Chiefs when they have Mahomes. You're always gonna have the Bengals when Burrow is healthy. Bengals. You're gonna have the Ravens. When Lamar is healthy. Texans are going to be a good team. Texans are up and coming. CJ Stroud is only going to get better. Miami, they're AFC. Colts were even pretty good this year. I think Colts with Anthony Richardson. I think they're going to be they're, good. They're better than they. They're the AFC better just next year than they so were this high year. powered. So I really think that. I think I won't see anyone come in the AFC, but. There's like four teams, and then you could easily get upset in a divisional wild card round game by anyone in there. Oh, absolutely. The playoffs are so wide open. The playoffs are always wide open. No matter what conference, no matter what division you're in, the playoffs are always wide open. It's one game. That's that's something so unique to the NFL that I like. I really admire is that it's one game. You have one chance to make or break your season. If you don't do it, if you don't do it, you're toast. 
Whoever plays that's, out, whoever comes out and plays the best sixty minutes. Yep, it, and that's something so different than you see in other, the other big four sports. NHL, you got a best of seven series for every every playoff series. NBA, best of seven series every playoff series. MLB, it goes from a best, best of three, to best, a best of three, best of five, five to best a best of seven. Of seven. So, and most of the time, the better team usually comes out on top. Usually, and it's more common in in those sports, or especially I think, baseball. For variance, I it's think it's more common for the better team to come out. I think baseball and football are the most most uh, where like any team can win. I mean, you saw it this year with the Arizona Diamondbacks mm-hmm. coming in as a wild card team and getting into the World Series. The Rangers, yeah, doing the same thing. Yeah, and that's that's the thing about honestly, like any kind of playoffs in, in the big in North American Big Four sports. Like I. I'll admit, like, I'm not a huge, like, basketball fan or anything like that. Like, I'm not I, – I don't, like, follow it that closely. I'll watch the NBA playoffs. They're very, very, very entertaining to watch. They are entertaining. I will say there is less upsets in NBA. There is less. Yeah, I would say that's the – Better team usually comes out on top. I, I do like how they added upsets. the play-in tournament. That adds yeah. at least some it excitement. Adds more, more – dude, we saw uh, Miami. Miami making it to the finals. Team, made the NBA finals last year. So, yeah. I, and I also like how, like – you got more teams now, like, oh, the Bulls, who were, like, the 10 or 11 seed last year own, they have a chance at the actual playoffs instead of just, like, oh, we lost, we're out by two games or whatever. Yeah. So. So. No, I I understand that, absolutely. Any playoffs are going to be entertaining to watch. Very much looking forward to the Super Bowl next weekend. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to go down as, like, one of the so what, better what, ones. What was your uh, score prediction? 24-29ers. And I think they win. I think both halves are close. I think Mahomes has a chance uh, to win the game on a game-winning drive. But I think the 49ers defense hold them and stop okay. them. I like it. I'm going I'm to stick with my 27-24 prediction for for the Chiefs. You got Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Can never count an him out. Underdog. It's you. It's so hard to bet against him. Against that. So hard. So it, it we'll see what what ends up happening, but it's it's gonna be very 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 entertaining to watch. Gonna be a great Super Bowl. Can't wait for it. Great Super Bowl. All right. Well, you got anything? Left that's all we watch? got for this one. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening into the Interns Podcast yeah. here at ESPN Louisville. I'm Gage Hauser. This uh, is Matt signing off. Thanks for listening. <laughs>